the only thing this episode is missing is Telly Sabalas saying, Annabelle, the doll's trying to kill me, and the toaster's been laughing at me. Merge, merge, look! The doll's trying to kill me, and the toaster's been laughing at me. Time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci fi fans Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. It's like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. My name is Talkie Tina, and I don't think I like you. Talkie Tina, the doll that does everything. A lifelike creation of plastic and springs and painted smile. To Eric Strater, she is a most unwelcome addition to his household. But without her, he'd never enter the Twilight Zone. Episode number 126 of the Twilight Zone was The Living Doll. And, uh, you know, I, as we were uh, researching this episode, Sean, I, I learned that uh, uh, te- uh, Telly Savalas was born in New York. For some reason, I thought he was like some... Like, I know he's of Greek ancestry. I just assumed he was, you know, like, actually from Greece. But no, he's from New York. Oh, really? I did not know that. And so uh, a little tidbit that we learned from, uh, from you know, time enough at last. What is your, let's get this out of the way uh, first. Are you, what, what is your favorite, is, is, is Kojak your favorite Telly Savalas uh, role or is it something else? Oh no! Let, let's get really, uh, really obscure here. My favorite uh, Telly Savalas role was um, uh, he was hosting the live special where they opened the safe from the Titanic. That, that, <laughs> yeah, beat that. I will be finding that on. Was was that a was that a Geraldo jam or like a what? Like the it, it was thing. I, I believe that uh, it, it was similar era. So I believe that, you know, like just at that point in the 80s, because it's like, you know, 86, 87. Yeah. Uh, at that point, like you're just getting to the point where it's really logistically feasible to do stuff live. And so yeah, they decided yeah. that everything had to be live. <laughs> and so much like um, much like it, it's uh, I believe it's called Return to the Titanic. So if you if you. If you if you Google put it into the into the Google machine, you'll probably run across yeah. it. I did I did see it on YouTube a, a couple of years back, but um, uh, so they they uh, so the whole thing is based on the premise of you know they they brought up this safe and um, it's going to clearly you know have like all these riches and everything in it. But what they didn't tell you and, and they're going to open it live on TV. What they didn't tell you is that when they lifted up the safe, the back fell out. So they, so it wasn't like the the safe was locked up and they didn't know it was in it. Like they, yeah, they, they'd already found all the stuff that was that was in it, and it wasn't oh. anything in, in particular because uh, it yeah. was it was just a bunch of uh, it was, I mean, you know, comparatively, it's it's worth probably quite a bit, but it was it was just uh, it was just some small jewelry and um, and that was that nothing that was n- it. nothing to write home about. Yeah, um, I. <laughs> I, I I thought you were gonna say something um, extremely obscure, uh, like GoBots: Battle of the Rock Lords, which apparently oh, that's a classic. He was in in yeah. 1986. Uh, what was the last thing he was in? Because I, I know he died very suddenly. <laughs> he was in uh, 
So film was Backfire, posthumous release. Uh, that's his final film role. And he was in The Extraordinary, playing himself. Ooh, he was in three episodes of The Commish. Oh, nice. Well, I, I, I didn't realize uh, he was. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess that would be. Uh, he, he was around just long enough for, for The Commish. Uh, Mike Michael Chiklis in his uh, in, in his uh, you know pre Shield days yeah pre Shield I, I I don't think it was his debut but but it was uh, older so so anyway this, this episode features Tally Savalas <laughs> it does um and, and I, I we we got to talk about some stuff here with this episode um I'm into it man I am into it I used to think that this was such an overrated episode. Um, I used to think that this was that got so much more rub than than uh, it deserved, but I am back into it. I think this is one of the best Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, for, first of all, um, uh, it, it wasn't like this viewing, but I felt like a, an idiot because you know probably about ten years ago I realized the doll was called Talky Tina, not Talking Tina. Wait a minute. Um, so I I should. Uh, no, I should it is uh, Talky Tina. T-A-L-K-Y. No, I, I thought it was talking Tina. Oh, oh, oh! Okay, turned got out it, it was talky it. Tina. Uh, but but that talking was like a decade Tina ago. Would make more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, uh, so that this uh, this mom and her her little girl come home and and they have this uh, this this doll, and uh, and and basically that's that's sort of like you know we're just thrown into the into the episode in in that way. So Christine loves it. The, the, the little uh, little girl loves it. And um, uh, Telly Savalas, he becomes all angry and it's like, you, you, she doesn't need another doll. And um, so then they actually get into this thing where, uh, you know, like the argument isn't about what the argument is about. And, and, and this is the weirdest uh, like exposition dump ever in, in my so opinion. So weird. Oh my god! Because she starts talking about how, like, you know, they they had gotten married, but uh, you know, you know, so he like in, inherited uh, Christie as as uh, as as stepdaughter, but then like the way that she says it, it's like <laughs> they got married, and then he found out that she had a daughter. Or uh, is that just me? It's it's really clumsy to the point where I uh, never realized that they got married after. I thought Telly Savalas was the daughter's biological father until I watched it this time. Yeah, I, th- I think it's an easy uh, detail to miss. So and... I always missed that, but I, I I remembered the um I remembered the like the back and forth like you say it's a fight that's about not what it's about they're eating dinner at the beginning of the episode and um you know he expresses his annoyance with the with talky tina and um uh or the the wife says something like oh she'll be a good playmate for for christy and kojak is like what because i couldn't give you another kid yeah (laughs) and she's like all right if that's what you want to make it about um but yeah, so I I just thought that they couldn't have another kid, which made the exposition even more clumsy for me. Right, and, and you know the thing is, like, okay, so he's not 
he's not the most uh he's not the most loving stepfather there there ever has been but but he's not like you know he's he's not a he, you know doesn't seem like he's abusive or anything he's just he's just kind of kind of gruff and 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 you know not uh not particularly uh not particularly outwardly affectionate right it's so, it's really weird be, uh, so i i apologize they they um you're right they don't go out of their way to make him a villain like Something, no, something and, and actually, like this op this exposition dump, like it completely changes the episode for me because, like, I I feel bad for the guy. Like, okay, so you know, again, like like we're setting up that he's he's not the most affectionate stepfather, and and okay, yeah. so maybe he could he could do a little bit better than that. But he's not he's not like an abusive stepfather or anything. He's just he's just hey. you know not not the most friendly guy in the world and i can 100% understand that if they got married and then by the way after the honeymoon <laughs> hey here's my daughter i'll so, let him know after we so, get married and you can so actually no, say that i feel he, i feel totally bad for him because a he's put into this situation so yeah i can see him being a little less than uh less than friendly. I mean, like, I, I know uh, getting a divorce in the early 1960s was a, a, a very <laughs> different experience than it is now. But I mean, oh, honestly, man. if I got married and, and suddenly found out, hey, by the way, I have this daughter, not like an adult <laughs> daughter who's like, you know, working at an advertising agency somewhere. No, I have a daughter that we're going to have to raise for the next decade or so. And I'm going to be a little upset about that. And I think he's got pretty good grounds for a divorce there. <laughs> but also you see him trying like the, the first time he, he gets mad at Taki Tina in the episode, <clears throat> like the, uh, the daughter Christy comes and like apologizes and he says, no, it's all daddy's fault. I'm so, I'm sorry. I got, you know, I'm sorry. I got mad. And then he like, you know, tussles her hair or, you know, whatever it's like okay the guy's trying and he has to deal like i understand every single thing kojak does in this episode yeah so so like i i, I get that you know we're not supposed to like him you know he's he's clearly supposed to be mean and 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 maybe he's he's maybe he is to a greater extent than than he should be but you know because of the fact that it's not like he's abusive or anything he's just not particularly friendly to her I I I feel bad for the guy. Like he 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 really doesn't deserve this. <laughs> um, for I I don't understand uh, why it says this on uh, the Wikipedia uh, entry, but written by <laughs> Charles Beaumont, who of course did The Howling Man. Um, oh yes, yeah. and and several other episodes. Uh, but but it says written by jerry soul credited to charles beaumont so i don't know if jerry soul actually wrote it uh, or because it's not a pseudonym or a ghost or a nom de plume um yeah that that is a little little strange maybe uh oh here we, go. here we go as charles beaumont became increasingly ill from mysterious brain illness Soul's soul ghost wrote three episodes of twilight zone forum the new exhibit queen of the nile and living doll Beaumont insisted okay. on splitting these for each episode. Okay, I I, I could see that. So that's just uh, you know, I mean the the way that they the way the way that they uh, they divvy up uh, credits and everything that that is kind of a complicated yeah. complicated thing. So so I get that. It, it's just you know when people are looking at the episode fifty years later, it it makes things a little confusing. Yeah. <laughs>
How dare them? Um, but yeah, uh, you're completely right. It just there's enough. It, it, it's not just muddying the waters, but you're almost completely on Telly Savalas's team from the jump. Yeah, and, and um, you know because I I I I get it. Like he's you know he's he's maybe not the stepfather that he should have been, but I mean clearly the guy was not asking to be a stepfather. Probably no. didn't even know that he was going to be a stepfather. I'd be annoyed too. A little bit, and uh, yeah, I don't think they they ever. They never actually. I don't think they say how long they've been married. Like it's one thing if if it was like ten years later, and they're like, oh, okay, you know, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe you should maybe you should get over your your level of annoyance. But if it was like you know you're you're one or two, or maybe even you know maybe even three, I I could see it still being a sore spot for him. Um. Yeah, I'd be annoyed, and you know you gotta. <laughs> The guy's just in a tough spot because it's not the kid's fault. It's the mom's fault. The mom's the real, the mom is, <laughs> Taki Tina is the second worst villain of this episode after the mom. Yeah. See, see the way he should have handled it differently is he should have showered affection onto Christy and then never spoken to her mom. <laughs> just like <laughs> she's, she's there. I don't want anything to do with you, but, but I'm, I'm going to be nice to Christy because she didn't do this. You did. It's not her fault. It's the mom's yeah, so, fault. So I guess that's how he could have avoided being killed by Talky Tina. A spoiler alert. It's a brutal end too. Uh, so, uh, so we should we should we should back up a little bit here. And um, so uh, there's like a, a a pull string sort of thing on uh, Talky Tina, and you know, uh, uh, at one point uh, Christy tells her, you know pulls it and it says my name is Taki Tina and I love you very much and it's like oh how sweet and then uh, and then Eric um, pulls the string and it says my name is Taki Tina and I'm beginning to hate you (laughs) Um, which by the way he doesn't miss a beat he says my name is Eric Streeter and I'm going to get rid of you this is a great episode and very very like this is a great episode we'll get there sorry yeah so it's a, it's a, you know it's a it's a it's a cold war it's a war of words between uh, Taki Tina and, and Eric. It it just uh, it just gradually escalates uh, into um, you know li- literally she says my name is Taki Tina and I'm going to kill you. So that's that's what really that struck something with me because again 1963 TV shows you know they they weren't necessarily super explicit. We have a doll saying, I'm going to kill you. We have, you know, a couple scenes later, the the dad, uh, Telly Savalas, trying to decapitate the doll. Like, this is a right. very violent episode. It, it is, yeah. And uh, so so basically, the um, do, do you think maybe this episode is the, the origin story for, like, all the Ouija board urban legends? You know, because he, he keeps keeps trying to destroy it and throw and throw the doll away, but she keeps coming back. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I you know, you can really. That's a good point. I mean, you know, in in our in our shared subconscious, shared unconscious, whatever it's called, um, we uh, obviously people are going to come to the same kind of eerie things that kind of get to our lizard brain fears, but mm-hmm. you could see this 
influencing a lot of movies in the decades, you know, in the decades uh, that follow, even the good Ouija movie, Origin of Evil. I haven't actually see that. seen that. I haven't seen it. Oh, that. man. It's legitimately good. Legitimately good. It, it is a prequel to the first Ouija movie, and it is mm-hmm. very good. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I've, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm very interested in, in like paranormal stuff and, you know, ghosts and, uh, and, uh, actually, uh, you know, UFOs and things like that. But I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a believer in that, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not one to, uh, you know, I, I, I'm one to hedge my bets and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going anywhere near a Ouija board. No, no, there's no point. No. <laughs> I actually, I um, uh, was talking to my mom about uh, Ouija boards and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, I think I uh, um, like I downloaded a Ouija app uh, on my phone and like used it once. And I told my mom about it she, and she got very serious. And she was like, no, 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 you need to delete that. Because like she swears one time she had a Ouija board as a kid and it like, like, you know, she woke up one morning and the box top was off of it or something like that. It had moved across the room or something, something spooky like that, that she got rid of it and then never screwed with anything like that for the rest yeah. of her life. I, you know, I, I, I'm not uh, like, oh, clearly that's, that's uh, really a, a thing that happens to people. But yeah, there's enough out there that I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to take a chance on that one. Especially if it's going to like leave the door open for you to interpret like bumps in the night as something other than a house settling or yeah, a car going it, by. If nothing else, you know, mentally, yeah, like like you said, you just <laughs> be, be so focused on 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 looking for something like that to happen that it, it would it would it would be sort of a if nothing else, a self fulfilling prophecy uh, in 100%. that regard. Much like uh, Talky Tina saying that she's uh, <laughs> going to kill uh, Eric Streeter, which uh, which she eventually does. And um, what a what a way to go to like that scene where he falls down the stairs, he trips over the doll, mm-hmm. breaks his neck, falls down the stairs. And the, his last waking moments are staring his murderer in the eyes. Like mm-hmm. this, this is a good, good episode. I love this episode. And I especially love how, um, you know, his wife finds him and uh, and then she picks up uh, the doll and the doll says, my name is Taki Tina and you'd better be nice to me. <laughs> My only, my only regret of this episode, only regret, the, the only, the only thing this episode is missing is Telly Sabalas saying, <laughs> Annabelle, the doll's trying to kill me and the toaster's been laughing at me. Of course, we all know dolls can't really talk and they certainly can't commit murder. But to a child caught in the middle of turmoil and conflict, a doll can become many things, friend, defender, guardian, especially a doll like Talkie Tina who did talk and did commit murder in the misty region of the Twilight Zone. Cabotron? Do you sell toys? We sell forbidden objects from places men fear to tread. We also sell frozen yogurt, which I call Froget. Well, I need something for my son's birthday. Ah, perhaps this will please the gentleman. Take this object, but beware, it carries a terrible curse. Ooh, that's bad. But it comes with a free Froget. That's good. The frogut is also cursed. That's bad. But you get your choice of topping. That's good. 
The toppings contain potassium benzoate. That's bad. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs>